They're two best friends that used to date But it's hard to fall in love when you're gay and straight and Now they're living in the city and they're sharing space Drinking and twerking all over the place With Thomas and Kendall, the debauchery never ends They're probably drunk so there's no need to pretend I'm everybody's best friend Hey friends, it's your boy Tat coming at you from the editing room. What's good? What's Gucci? Happy Thursday. Um, So listen, to keep it 100, Miss Bendy and I, Miss Tat, um, the powers marry, if you will. Um, We are working girls and the schedules, they were really bang, bang, banging against each other, but square peg, round hole, couldn't make it fit. Um, So we were unable to get a new episode done this week. And so we were thinking it might be kind of sweet Um, this week as a nice little special treat, a nice little time capsule to re-release our pilot episode, um, from over a year ago. Over the course of this podcast, we've, you know, garnered such a gorgeous group of listeners who we call our best friends because bitch, we love you all. Um, some of you have been listening since the very, very beginning, our pilot episode, and some of you have joined us as recently as last week. The pilot is just very special and very funny for so many reasons. If you've heard it before, you can kind of laugh at how, like, nasty, gutted, rotted bootleg it was. We were just really, like, two best friends in a very, very echoey garage in Connecticut looking for, like, anything to kind of keep us sane and inspired and laughing throughout, like, the worst part of the COVID quarantine. Um, And if you've never heard it before and you just kind of know Kendall and I as who we are now, as both friends and podcast co-hosts, it's a really nice kind of glimpse back on our very humble beginnings. And, you know, we couldn't stop talking over each other. We had no idea how to work a microphone or audio engineering. Like, the cuts are so jank. Um, But it is very special nonetheless, both for Kendall and I, but also I feel like for all of us, I, we've just been on such a fun little podcast journey together. Um, so without further ado, here is the gorgeous re-release of our pilot episode of Everybody's Best Friend. Take it away, Tat and Bendy from the past. All right. Love you. See you next week. Okay. We're live. We are live, people. Hey, hey friends. friends! Welcome to our little show. The brand new pilot episode of Everybody's <laughs> Best Friend, our new podcast. Coming at you live from um, a garage in West Hartford, Connecticut. Yes, Kendall's not allowed in my home, obviously. Hashtag stay at home. So we're sitting um, six feet apart yelling at a microphone in my garage. So it's very glamorous out here on set of Everybody's Best Friend. Yeah, so what are what are we doing here? You may be wondering. We're wondering the same thing. We're wondering thing. the same thing. We haven't an outline nor a clue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what we do know is that we are two young 20-somethings. Yes. Just sort of like bopping around, trying to be adults, navigating our way through life in New York City. However, we have since been Quarantined transplanted to West Hartford. Yes, for like the two of you who somehow found this podcast and don't know us um let us introduce ourselves let's um i'm thomas dolger i'm 24 i'm in aries and i'm um an actor and a bartender in new york and i live with this lady me hello i'm kendall edwards i'll be 24 in two days okay hello (laughs) i'm a gemini as fuck yeah and um i'm a publicist in new york so basically, I well, pay the bills. She pays the bills, <laughs> and she does the thinking and the cooking and the cleaning. She's and the I also have no money. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. 
we want this podcast to kind of just be like, you're going out to drinks, you're getting coffee with a friend, and you're just catching up about life, and maybe you need a shoulder to cry on that day. I'm sure I will be the first to cry on this podcast <laughs> at some point, talking about something dumb. Yeah, we're going to keep it light. You yeah. Know, we're going to, I mean, you know, it'll get deep at times. The world is dark, as you know, right now and for the foreseeable future. Yeah, things have never looked bleaker, so it <laughs> could take a sharp, depressing turn. <laughs> but we are going to try... To just be fun, yeah. Like you're hanging out with some some pals, and we're gonna yeah. talk about little little pop culture, little news, what's happening in the world, things we're obsessed with. Yes. And then we're obviously just gonna talk about being twenty four year olds, like living in New York, and all the ratchetry that we deal with, yeah. with like going out and our landlords, our landlords, and, and, and dating, and yeah. you know. All kinds of stuff. All the fun things that make your 20s so um, horribly regrettable. True. True. We notoriously give terrible, terrible advice. advice. So if that's what you're here for, maybe thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. <laughs> and we will see you never. How do you want to start? How you doing, Kendi? I'm, I'm okay. You know, I, I started off quarantine strong. Yeah. And was just like staying really busy, trying to stay positive. And then this has just gone on so long that I, I've really run out of things to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm extremely bored now. But I've been, I've been baking a lot. Sure. And I've been working on like some side projects and we've become avid hikers avid. the two of us mountain men bear grills is hilarious if you know us because like not the outdoorsy type but not at all. i mean now just like put me on a mountain I'm just rolling in mud in my free time <laughs> so that's probably like the most interesting thing to happen to me during yeah. quarantine is that i've become Become a hiker. Yeah. How are you, Taddy? I'm good. Again, as Kendall said, the quarantine is just, we're about two months in. Um, Lord knows when this episode like will debut. we're getting into three. I know. I've, well, I've been home since, I've been home in Connecticut with my parents since March 15th, and it's now, the day we're filming this is May 19th, so it's been a little over two months. Oh, um, yeah, that is math. That is how math works. Girl, you know. Shout out to Miss Hudson, okay? Um, basic <laughs> edition. <laughs> um... It's multiplication. Anyway, um... No, it's not. Yeah. Well, it's like a month times a... We're so... We're gonna edit that out? perfect <laughs> look. It's not addition either. It's dumb just fuck. counting of months. No, I didn't have to take math in college, so it's been like... Nor did I. A decade. Well, I do... I As I said, I'm a bartender in New York, and I have to um, add up... When people order like six drinks while I'm like pouring them, I always add them up in my head. So I actually do math often. And I'm always right, and everyone's always surprised because I look so stupid. Um, <laughs> but stuff's just getting old, and like you bleached your hair. I did bleach my hair. I was um, one of the like ninety-seven percent of gay men in New York who um, bleached their hair from the quarantine. So I've been good. I bleached my hair. I'm a new woman. Um, I got a Groupon for four dollars to get my like official bartender certificate. So I've been making a lot of fun Which, drinks. I mean. That sounds loose to me. <laughs> it sounds like $4? a scam. $4? It was 97% off. I, I don't know no why. I have no words for that. <laughs> how, does that how is that possible? I don't know. Are you just going to do it in your house? Yeah, it's all online. And for then $4? For $4. It's supposed to be like 200 I think. I Interesting. I also feel like, did I just have a stroke or like did we not actually talk about like how, like our relationship. Oh no, we haven't at all. So we went to different elementary schools, but our elementary schools 
do this cross school select choir just emphasis the on select. select called Interrail. Shout oh. out, Miss Tierney. Okay, Mr. Rob Hugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we were sitting. <laughs> the third on... woman whose name we never mentioned because we don't know her name. The lady with the brown hair. Oh, gun to my head. I, <laughs> I can't no tell idea you. Who you're talking Couldn't pick about. her out of a lineup. Um, okay, so yeah, we were sitting across from each other. So. I don't even, like, you don't even care, but the auditorium... <laughs> we barely care. <laughs> no, the auditorium was, like, split into three sections, and he was on the aisle of one section, and I was on the aisle of another section. We just, like, sat across from each other, but, like, not really. And Thomas used to always wear these, like, shiny-ass blue velvet merrells, and he would basically just, like, cross his leg and tap his foot and stare at me for, like, the entire two-hour rehearsal. And I was like, what the fuck is up with this kid? Like, get a life! Yeah. Stop staring at me! But then I saw him and another dear friend in a show at the infamous Mandel JCC of West Hartford. That's Jewish Community Center. Are either of us Jewish? No. no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this kid is a star. I better <laughs> get him under my belt. I was wrong. Oh, that's <laughs> how it's wrong. I then, just meant to in eighth grade, eighth grade, when did we, drum roll please, date? <laughs> when was our um, yeah, romantic affair? Eighth grade, we had a, we had a brief romantic affair. But as some of you may know, Thomas, I hate to break this to you, ladies. I know. Is is a homosexual. So you can guess how that ended for us. Dramatically over Facebook Messenger is the answer. Yep. And I was a huge bitch about it, which is <laughs> a big, a really big regret of mine, because now I read that back and I'm like Wow, I was such a terrible friend and I should have been a hashtag ally. I know, you were not a hashtag ally. I was not an ally. I was so <laughs> fucking rude. It was like not okay. Made it all about me. Yes, one of my favorite um, highlights of, I don't know why this is burned into my brain. I should go see a therapist. But we like talked a few days later on Facebook Messenger because we did, oh the, we did the fun ninth grade thing where like, we're broken up and I hate you, but we can't stop talking because we have to be friends. Kendall messaged me that day. I was just saying like, oh, how are you? And she's like, oh, you know, cried so much today that I threw up. But other than that, I guess I'm doing fine. Which like, I also definitely didn't. Like, I definitely I just like said that because I was trying to like make you feel bad. Have you ever cried so much that you throw up? Like, I don't, is that a thing? No, it is a thing. I've seen like babies do it. <laughs> Not a thing, but you know, I I, we horrible, live for the I, drama. I had a horrible cheating ex boyfriend who once was crying so much in front of me and like claimed he ran to the bathroom and vomited, but he was probably lying too. Okay, I can't wait to hear who it is when we but, turn off the mic. I'm giving her a look. Oh, I know. <laughs> she knows who it is. Oh, um, I know who it is. But like, why is that a thing people even claim? I don't know. I would, if I I'm would truthfully speaking, like, I truly lived for the drama and still do. And like, sure. I think I had recently like witnessed my. <laughs> My toddler cousin. <laughs> I literally hate myself. I had like reason. No, I know for a fact that this is the truth. I like oh the God. truth comes out for the first time in fifteen. Years. I know, literally fifteen. No, years. I I like witnessed my like toddler cousin like cry so much that she had thrown up, and we had just been like on Thanksgiving vacation, and I was like, "Girl, you have done those it again. theatrics." I was like, "I gotta do that." So I think I just like said I did it to make you feel bad. But it did not work no, because you're still, still gay. gay. <laughs> so, no, but it's fine. It's fine. Worked out for the best. Yeah. And now um, we've been best friends ever since. And yeah. we live together in New York. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I gave up my singing career. <laughs> I wonder why. Thank okay. you so much. Yes, we're both um, involved in the theater business. So expect a lot of ratchet, funny 
theater and audition related stories. We have far too many, unfortunately. Yeah. It's not been smooth yeah, sailing for either of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can expect audition and theater and work stories. You can expect lots of, lots of drunk stories. Yeah, Kendall has like somehow like the magical liver of like an entire like navy fleet <laughs> so you'll expect a lot of funny stories about like us going out and us just like being silly young 20 something year olds so that if you're sitting at home being like oh i'm such a hot mess hopefully you, i got you, you big girl don't uh, you worry <laughs> no there's safety in numbers i suppose everything i say that's ever funny i've stolen from kendall oh my I, god I, i'm so glad i admitted it she says it quietly, I say it loud, I get the laughs, I get the credit. She's it's, hated me ever since. It's really been happening since fifth, fifth grade. grade. Um, but Kendall has this phrase that cracks me up when she loves something where she'll just say like, oh my god, I, I would die for that. What would you die for this week? This week I would die for two people. Okay. First, I would die for Harry Styles, any but I would die week. for him. I would lay down I would die for him, for him literally. Any given Tuesday of any given any month. Any given day, that man could punch me in the face. Yeah, hit me with the truck. But I'm especially dying for him this week because he just released the Watermelon Sugar music video yesterday. He have you sure watched? did. I have not seen it yet. Oh my god, I'm going to start Thomas. this podcast by being honest. I haven't seen it. Oh my god. Well, honesty, that's big for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. for another time, I'll tell you about For another time, episode. Thomas catfished me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonder we're still friends. It's okay. truly but an act of God. But back to Harry... Back to Harry yeah. and why I would die for him, especially this week. He just released a music video for Watermelon Sugar. And let me tell you, it took me on such an arousing journey. Can I ask you a personal question? Yes. What's he wearing? I'm dying to know. No, he's wearing like all kinds of like flowy button up shirts and sweater vests and shit. No, but just but just wait. Okay. Let me set the scene. All right. The video starts and Across the screen, it says, this music video is dedicated to touching, which just like in quarantine. I have to to excuse myself from this garage. No, it it was such a trigger. Dedicated to touching. To touching. Oh my God. Which. Hit me. Haven't touched a person, let alone a man in months. Since Reagan was in office. (laughs) So that was my first trigger. Then the music video starts. And how do I put this lightly? Okay. We're just going to get sexual on this podcast. Go He's like her. literally like eating out a watermelon. <laughs> and I, I mean that. I have to excuse I myself. Mean that I mean that in a literal sense. Like my jaw was on the fucking floor. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, you have to watch it. It's too, too much. It's the first thing that pops up. You fucking thirsty horse. <laughs> yeah, no, it was amazing. So we'll pause for a minute so you can watch it. Yeah, we'll, and then we'll, we'll come back come with my right live back. reaction. Okay, he hasn't even touched the watermelon yet. He's gonna start like. Oh, he starts. Out. He's running his dirty little finger. I love that. <laughs> dirty fingernail. <laughs> no. Looking at me dead in the eyes, he bites into that melon. And it's just like juicy on his face, like. Okay, we're back. We just paused so Thomas could watch a little bit of the video. The, my favorite. Can I tell you my favorite part of? Harry Styles eating out that watermelon, if please, I may. Please, um, He was, like, eating out that entire watermelon, staring me into the soul like he knew I was watching. And then, like, a good little English gentleman <laughs> just picked up that napkin and just <laughs> twice to each corner of each mouth and put it down. So to his core, he is 
literally like a J.M. Barry character, which yeah. I love. A so good then, little English boy. I mean, it's amazing. He's just like having an orgy with like all these hot women eating watermelon and it's all I could ever ask for from him. It was very triggering during quarantine, but we celebrate that. We celebrate the risk. I'm thankful for him. Second person that I am dying for this week, but would die for her any day, but especially this week, is Tabitha Brown from TikTok. Do you follow her? Mm-mm. Oh my God, Thomas. She's this amazing woman, and she does these vegan cooking videos. Oh my God, I can't believe you don't know her. She's, she's always like, you put in a little salt, like so, like that. And, <laughs> and she's like... Put in some garlic powder, cause that's your business. <laughs> she's, no, I'm obsessed with her. No, I'm obsessed with her. And then she also, I cannot believe you've never seen her. No. She also posts these like, she'll be like, come here, let me talk to you for a minute. Are you lying to yourself about who you are? And I'm like, yes, Tabitha. <laughs> like she just, oh my God, she makes me cry. And, but I'm really dying for her, especially this week. Because she's in the weekend edition of the New York Times. Oh, she made it. Oh my god. I oh wait, I think her. she popped up on my For You page and she was pointing to the paper yes! being like, that's me. Yes. Oh, I'll follow Oh my her. god, I love her. What is she in the New York Times for? Just because say. she's like an icon. She's like the mom of TikTok. She has like two million <sighs> followers. She's amazing. And I and I would die for her. I would die for TikTok in general. I would say yeah, TikTok is like... who you would die for this week. I... Who would I die for this week? I mean, I've been talking about it nonstop, but I would I would take a blade to the face for Laura Linney. Always. But <laughs> I've been watching Ozark on Netflix. This is controversial, but I think it's like the next and better Breaking Bad. <gasps> I know. A tr- <laughs> triggering thing to say to you specifically. I think the yes. show is so good, but I just... She is like... I think she is just such a phenomenal actress and human because let's not forget when I was nine I met that bitch you did yes because she did my uncle who's a producer for HBO did John Adams oh I, I think you dropped something oh a name <laughs> you fucking bitch <laughs> she played Abigail Adams when HBO did John Adams oh, like when we were in like middle that. school and I got to meet her and Paul Jim and not Jim and Yanni Giamatti <laughs> close <laughs> close but, but very, very different, different. I just think she's amazing. I think she's so lovely. I think she's so talented. And like, I just, I, I think like every gay man has such a fetish for like older, talented women. <laughs> and that's that. Um, Anderson Cooper, who just had a baby. That's what I would die for this week. My king. My king. If you're looking for a husband 30 years, you're a junior. Give me a call. How old is he? I think he's in his... He's such a silver fox. He is the sleekest of men. <laughs> just He's like a slippery, so sleek, sleek, sexy seal. Oh my god, that cheekbone just like sliced your face oh, like, oh. open. I know. Oh my god. Um, the sleekest man. He is that the is sleekest man. That is the perfect man. descriptive word. Like that hair, I'm scared to touch it. It's going to pick my finger. I know. And just like his, ugh, he's amazing. And I also die, I mean... I think one of the reasons we've decided to finally hunker down and make this podcast is like podcasts during quarantine have been so big for me. It like fulfills the need of like being able to speak with people without like actually having to be close together. So I've been listening to My Favorite Murder. Shout out to Karen and Georgia. You will never hear this. Um, (laughs) I'm listening to My Favorite Murder a lot, which I love. And I finally started um, Unlocking Us with Brené Brown, our queen. Would die for her. Yeah, she's Um, amazing. Did you ever have to like watch her TED Talks in college? Maybe I did, but, like, I certainly didn't. Sure. <laughs> it could have been Skip. an assignment. But. I think it was, like, within the one cohesive theater program, I think it was an assignment at least twice a year, every grade level. And I was like, we, you know we've seen it. You gonna make us watch it again? Um, she's great. And she's also podcasting during quarantine, being this, like, emotional intelligence expert. So it's, like, nice to... I feel like I'm going to therapy for free when I listen to Oh, my to God. So. Maybe I need that. I would recommend... I listen to when I run. Yes, that's oh, right. What the I hell? I run. 
just because it distracts me that I'm in like excruciating pain. But no, if I'm not listening to club music that like feels like I could like twerk on a stranger to, like I can't. No, hundo P. I was that way as well. But I find I just started listening to podcasts while I run, and like when I would listen to like club music, I know every song's like three to four minutes, so I would constantly be aware of how much time was passing. That or, like, is true. I'm like, yeah. Okay, I'll stop at the end of this song, and I'm like, bitch, there's thirty seconds left, and <laughs> then I'll walk for ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Put down the cup. Okay. <laughs> Clanking that ice around. So I'm sure throughout every episode, we will divulge into all of our ratchet stories sure. about being 24-year-olds in New York. Mm-hmm. But we're also going to leave you with fun little anecdotes at every episode to make you feel less alone on the Hot Mess Express. Mm-hmm. Because... Girl, we've been riding that train been, for I'm years. Conductor, honey. <laughs> This is my train. So Tickets out. Click, click. <laughs> click, click. I'm the conductor. Thomas stamps the tickets. Yes, so. I run around. Yeah. I go brightness up. Am I scared your phone? <laughs> Choo-choo, bitch. Let's go. Let's hit it. Okay. What do you want to share for your first story to give, give the people a glimpse into what we're working with? All right. I'm starting with the big guns. One Start of my favorite stories. Start with the big guns. Um, so I... When I was in college, I had a moment in the woods, if you will, with um, <laughs> a, a boy in a frat house when I was very near blackout, I would say. Freddy. Yeah, Freddy, Freddy. I um, love that for you. I woke up and I had no real recollection of what he looked like. It was dark and also I was very drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he I kept, had a dollar. I know, girl. <laughs> you would be Bill motherfucking Gates. Call me Jeff Bezos, Okay. Um... So I woke up and I had all these texts from this person and I went, who the devil is this? And I looked him up on Facebook and he's hideous. You just hate that. That's better though. Waking up the next morning and having to look them up and finding out they're hideous is better than than coming out of a blackout and you're like, don't be ugly, don't be ugly, don't be ugly. And they're just like a 70 year old man. Oh my God. (laughs) You know? Well, that's not bad. a seven-year-old man. I can't say that's ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah. There's still time. Fourteen <laughs> is young. There's a first for everything. No, but I mean, like waking up from a blackout, and you're like, oh my god, please. You like, like just... peek one and then eye open. Disgusting. That has happened to me, and then I'm like, oh, I'm, I have to go. That's also not as bad as waking up in the morning having no idea there's another person in your bed, and then rolling <laughs> over and being like, ah! <laughs> which I have done. So I looked him up on Facebook. He was ugly. So I did what any self-respecting. Happens. 19-year-old gay man would do. Never spoke to him again. Mm-hmm. Ghosted him, to ghost left him on route. Which is not, I don't condone it, isn't necessarily respectful, but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Like Did a, you say where you were? No, this I was, was at, when you were at Penn State. I was State. at Penn State at the time, yes. Thomas um, went there for one, count them, one, one semester. semester. Yeah, I sure did. We'll save that for another day. <laughs> so that'll be a whole episode in itself. So I figured I'd never see him again. It was a huge university, and he just kept texting me, and I just kept ignoring him, and I was like, take a fucking hint. So then... Can you believe it? I'll set the scene. I'm at the gym at I'm Penn State. I'm already horrified. I know. I know how this ends. <laughs> you have memorized. My butthole clenches <laughs> every time you're about to tell the story. Oh my god. So at Penn State, they had obviously locker rooms, but they also had lockers just outside the gym where you could just throw your shit in, go in, and then come out, which I was a big fan of. So I threw my bag in the locker, and from behind me, as I closed the locker, I just hear someone go, um, hello. <laughs> and I turn around, and there before me is this man. And... I have no problem with confrontation, but I do have a big problem with hurting people's feelings. So the cogs in my head start to turn like, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? Because in my head saying like... Without being like, you're ugly and I never want to see you again. Like, 
I was like, that'll hurt his feelings, so there has to be another way. So I'm like, hi. He's like, what's up? And I'm like, just, just go to the gym. <laughs> and finally, the case cracks. He goes, <laughs> he goes, so are you just never gonna text me again? Which, power to him, was very bold That's to say bold. to my face. I wish I had the balls to say And that. in that moment, that's why we were infinite. In that moment, I just, my mouth opened and out of my mouth came, oh my God, are you talking about Thomas? <laughs> no, I'm so scared of you. And I, the road, the path I chose to go down was pretending that I was Thomas's identical twin brother, Andrew, we have named um, in the aftermath. Um, and so this kid looks at me like- I thought I'm, you named him there. No, I didn't tell my name, obviously, because- then he'd look me up. And I'm, I'm that oh, crazy. He would look me up on Facebook oh, and I wouldn't exist. So I didn't tell me. Yeah, anything. you're, wow. I'm wilding out with Nick Cannon. So he's looking at me like I have three heads. And then I immediately like instinctively drop into this like very bizarre bro voice that like did not match the face and body and clothes <laughs> I had on. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, man, I'm so sorry. Like my brother's always doing this, blah, blah, blah. This kid is like so bewildered. He's like, what? You? No, there's no way. I, the psychopath that I am, begin to point out things on my own face that Thomas didn't have. So I was like, I have this mole here. Thomas's hair is a little more red. I'm like an inch taller. Like, I'm sure I like just scanned my whole body. And I was like, I have all 10 toes. Like, <laughs> and I was like, but like, we live together. Coincidentally enough. And I was like, I'll like. So if you see him coming out of the house. <laughs> literally. It could be either of us. Um, I was like, we live together. So I'll like, do you want me to tell him to text you? And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. I was like, okay, cool. He believed you? I guess. Or maybe he didn't and just thought I was insane, rightfully so, and never texted, never texted me again. But as I, this is the punchline, as I was walking into the gym, this is a real testament to how crazy I am. He goes, so what's your major? Thinking he was gonna like put me on the spot. And I turned around and I was like, I'm a marketing communications major. Like I get it, this happens all the time, but like I am his twin brother. Not only did I like convince him I was my twin, I like made him feel shitty and stupid for not believing that you're, I was my own twin. You're the king of that. Thank you. Of the reverse psychology, making the person who's mad at you feel, feel like bad. shit. <laughs> yes. I've been on the receiving end of that. Um, so that's my ticket to the Hot Mess Express this week. I have like drawers full of tickets. So like which ticket to the Hot Mess Express do I want to introduce myself with? I mean, I've rained, no, I say I've rained it in, but like I'm the queen of the blackout. But it's like, you know, as Amy Schumer puts it mm -hmm. so perfectly, like it's really like time travel and it's, <laughs> it's just truly, truly insane. So we're at our friend's birthday. Naturally, I blacked out. Like last thing I remember is like being in the bar. And then I woke up in Thomas's room, which like I didn't know. This is before we lived together. Yeah. So Thomas lived like way uptown. In his room, he had like black sheets and blackout curtains, and like it was literally, it's like pitch black that room. And all of a sudden, I'm like jolted awake from the blackout. I'm freezing cold. Not a sheet, not a blanket to be found on the bed. I looked down at my knees, just like gashes on both my knees, covered in blood. Thomas had placed like a single band-aid <laughs> over like the gash that like probably needed stitches. I literally still have a scar on my knee from it. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I can't see anything. I'm freezing cold. And I look up and all I see in the corner of the room is just a flickering candle in front of a black and white photo of Judy Garland. So I was like, 
am I dead? I was like, oh, so this is purgatory. I was like, okay, okay. Because I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, I mean, Wizard of Oz was my shit as a kid. Like, maybe Judy is, like, welcoming me to the pearly gates, but... The the pearly gates. gates. Don't be be a fool. You got a window seat straight to hell. Yeah, so, but then I was like, oh, Thomas loves Judy Garland. This must be his room. Woke up. I was, in fact, in his room and not dead. But I've, I've also done that before. Just another little quick anecdote of me waking up thinking I was somewhere. I once blacked out really badly in L.A., which is like a whole another story that like involves LeBron James and Shaq. <laughs> oh, um, so I obviously blacked out that night as well. But then I like I'm starting to wake up from a blackout. And I was like, oh, wow, like I'm laying down like I must be like in a bed. But then I feel that I still have one shoe on, like a full-on high heel, and I like feel it touch my leg. So I literally leaped. I've never jumped so high in my life. I leaped out of bed and like threw myself across the room and just like out of my gut, I just screamed, am I in the street? Like I thought that I'd pass out in the gutter because I was like, oh, I, well, I wouldn't have my shoes on like if I was under the covers in bed. God. That is exactly what had happened. <laughs> I tucked myself right in, shoes and all, woke up my poor friend who was sleeping in the bed next to me. And I was like, oh my God, I literally thought I was like, I was passed out in the gutter. And oh she was like, God. no bitch, but someone did try to put you in a van last night. <laughs> so that really is its own story. But oh my God. I'll leave you with those for a little glimpse at me. <laughs> um, um, so that's our podcast. I just need to tell you oh, one sure. last thing I'm going to say. Of course. I've been in a very strange mental state because right before, I'm just going to say, right before we started recording this podcast, I tried to send like a cute video of myself to a boy. Yeah. And the video sent us a photo. So I was like, so I Snapchat him again and I was like, okay, I just tried to send you a video, but it sent us a photo. So like, I'm horrified and have no idea what you're about to receive. And basically I just sent him like a still of like my leg and butt cheek. And like, I just... I'm not well. (laughs) I've been coping with that. He was nice and said it was my leg, but, like, I just know that I looked, like, fat as hell, and it was, like, definitely... (laughs) My stomach definitely looked like... Or or I was, like, showing myself from underneath and, like, had a severe double chin or something, and, like, he's... I mean, I wrote back, God damn it, and he didn't respond. (laughs) You may never hear from him again. We're never gonna hear from that man again! Oh, so I'll leave you with that. I'm sorry we are if I not sound well. stressed, but I'm very stressed about that. Yes, we have to go like, tend to that. have to go figure that one out. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us on this little journey. We hope you enjoyed and felt like you're hanging out with some some pals. Thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Probably drunk, so there's no need to pretend. I'm everybody's best friend.